everybody, I'm Allie Thompson, founder of Treasured Ministries, and welcome to the Treasured Ministries podcast. Today's podcast is designed to encourage you and inspire all of you out there that are looking into a new season. You know a new season is on the horizon. And today, I want to give you that courage by pointing you to a great source to find that inspiration to embrace change. Because let's face it, nobody likes change. Now, some people are more okay with it than others. But the reality is, is that change can be scary. Now, when I'm in charge of the change, like when I have decided that I want to make a change, that's different. There's still, you know, courage that needs to go with that. But the real courage comes when there's been a change and it's not our decision. It's the seasons of life or um, or just, just a new ho- season on the horizon. And it's maybe not something that we would necessarily choose. It just is what it is. And sometimes what we'll do is we'll want to go back. We want to hold on to our past because the past is familiar. And another thing, when we have to move on from someone or something in our past and that person or thing was a good thing like for example right now my son is graduating from high school and preparing to go to college and I'm having a little bit of a hard time with that I mean because it's been such a great season I've really enjoyed nurturing him and being a mother and now a new season is on the horizon And it's not a bad thing. It's a great thing. But it's still causing a little bit of anxiety to set in, right? Because I don't know what this looks like. Right now, inside of Treasure Ministries, we are walking through a huge change. And it's a great change. It's a necessary change. It's an exciting change. But it's also going to make a step up into another level. And, you know, I'm really comfortable at this level that we're in now. I feel like I'm able to handle everything. I feel like I'm in control, right? And so I don't want to embrace this new season because I'm going to have to let go of what I already know is good to step out into the unknown. And I know in the unknown, there's going to be new challenges and, and things like that. And I there's a part of me that says, you know, let me just play it safe and just stay here. But the truth is, is that there's great reward in change. There's great reward in release. Because before something can be multiplied, it has to be released. Now, as women, we are called to nurture. That is built within us. God designed us to be nurturers. And you know what? Nurturing is hard work, right? And there's actually two parts to nurturing. One part is this patient endurance, right? And and, and as women, we just have this attitude that says, you know what? I see potential in you. I believe in you. I want to pour into you. I will not quit even though I don't see it yet. Patient endurance is that, you know, believing before we see the harvest. Think about a seed planted and it takes time to sprout and grow, right? 
So the patient endurance just is that encouraging, nurturing voice that believes even when a plant or seed, uh, a plant is small or seed is not even yet seen. I love the way that the Bible says this in Luke 8.15. The seed on good soil stands for those who with a noble and good heart hear the word, retain it, and persevere by producing a crop. In the message version, here's what it says. But the seed planted in the good earth, these are good hearts who seize the word and hold on to it no matter what, sticking with it until there is a harvest. And see, as women, as nurturers, part of nurturing is that encouragement, you know, believing in people's potential, pouring into them even before we see the harvest, right? Ironically, another part of nurturing is letting go. Once the harvest happens, the natural cycle of life is that you can't hold on to the harvest. That inside of the harvest, there are more seeds that need to be planted. That in order for it to finish its grand work, for it to release and grow to its full potential, it must be released. And for me, the easy part, or the part that comes more naturally, is that encouraging, you know, steadfast, patient endurance, believing in the harvest before I see it. I mean, when I take a spiritual uh, spiritual gifts inventory, exhortation is always up there. So I'm an encourager. So that part for me comes naturally. What's really hard is letting go. After you've worked on something for so long, releasing it and letting it go. And you can apply this to all sorts of situations. I mean, I was talking with a friend of mine the other day and we were talking about, um, you know, when you write something, sometimes you just want to hold on to it. You don't want to release it in your blog. You don't want to put it out there, right? Because that's kind of scary. But if I don't do that, then while I may have had the patient endurance to write this blog, I don't release it and it won't ever grow to its full potential. And so with everything in life, there are new seasons that present themselves and opportunities to release. And finding that courage to release, well, there's reward in that. There's reward in that because before something can be blessed, it has to be released to be multiplied. It has to be released. And ironic as it is, you know, there's something that's built inside of a woman where we love to nurture. And just as important as it is to pour into someone or something, when God says, when he taps on your heart, it's also important to let go. And the truth of it is, see, we think, well, if I hold on to this, then I can prevent the inevitable from having. But you can't. And I know that. Because I'll still find myself in situations where I'm trying to, you know, keep something uh, in my control or whatever. And it's it's a little bit like, like avoiding letting go when God says, okay, it's time to let go, avoiding that is a little bit like trying to keep a wave on the shore. You can't. 
And so, isn't it interesting, though, that a part of nurturing is that pouring into life, but then it's also letting go. So, where do we find the courage to let go? Well, the first thing is we find the courage to let go by knowing that change is constant, but the courage comes from God's unfailing love and his unfailing word, that God never changes. And so if I'm going to hang on to something, what I need to hang on to is God. Because I'm, I'm you know, thinking about what we're walking through with Treasured Ministries and how we're walking into this great unknown. And I'm, I, um, you know, falsely believed that I needed to know about every piece and how it was all going to work out for me to move forward, right? And the reason why I believe that is because in the place that I'm in now, I have gotten to that place where I have a good handle on things and, you know, but, but it's time to move on. And you know what's really beautiful is that a piece of us moving on with Treasure Ministries, that's going to mean a release, And when a release happens and when change happens, the other blessing that it brings into our life is that it reminds us and it motivates and encourages us to hold tightly to our provider, but hold loosely onto every provision that he gives us, including our children. There's a time to pour into them and to nurture them, and then they grow up and it's time to let go. And so finding that courage comes, number one, from knowing that God is constant. And the other place of courage that we can um, find inspiration from is by looking back at the women, many women who have come before us in life, who have walked through and change and difficult seasons and, and have, um, have walked and just followed the Lord. And as they followed the Lord, they provide for us this attitude that holds on bravely to Christ and lets go of everything else so that they can follow him and not let anything hold them back. And that's how you embrace the new season. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 talks about the fact that we have this great cloud of witnesses of of men and women who have gone before us. And, And it says, and it's almost sort of like the way the Bible describes it. I always picture that people are up there cheering us on. And the people that are up there cheering us on, they know, uh, they know that following Christ is not easy sometimes. And that sometimes God will ask us to let go of something so that we can experience a greater harvest. And that's never easy. It can be very scary, right? John 12, 25 says this. Anyone who holds on to life just as it is, right? Like, I want this to stay the same, okay? Anyone who holds on to life just as it is destroys that life. But if you let it go, reckless in your love, you'll have it forever, real, and eternal. Now, the love that it's talking about there is the love that we have for God. You see, when our love is anchored in God, then we can feel secure in change because people may change. Our surroundings may change. Our children may change. 
Our marriages may change, but God is constant. And the women who have walked before us through situations, and it doesn't have to be women in the Bible. It could be your mother, your grandmother, people that you knew growing up who believed and stayed right by Christ. Even when life fell apart, what we learn from them, what we see inside of their stories is the truth. That if I have God, I have enough. And I can hold everything else loosely in my life. And the reality is, is that if we're holding on too tight to people and to things, oh my goodness, and I've experienced this, it prevents us from truly loving them. And it causes anxiety and all these sorts of things because we're trying so hard to control. We don't want people to make mistakes. We don't, you know, all that sort of thing. But when we, when our love, in other words, when God is first in our life, that is where we find the freedom to let go. And you and I have all had women in our life that we've, um, uh, you know, come in contact with, who just love God with such a passion that they live for Him and that they can really live this let-go life where things and people don't define or constrain them and they're free to follow the Lord. And, you know, it doesn't have to be people that we know. I think one of the most for me, one of the most inspiring things to do is to read biographies of Christian women who have lived this lifestyle of just wholeheartedly following the Lord, right, and holding everything else in their life loosely. And every time I read those biographies, whether it's Mother Teresa or Amy Carmichael or um, or um, Nancy Alcorn, who started Mercy Ministries, or Weatherall Johnson, who started Bible Study Fellowship, or whoever it may be. Or if I'm talking to my pastor's wife, right? And I hear her stories about starting our church and just, um, just the 30 years that she's been in ministry and how passionate she is for Jesus. And while life has given her ups and downs and many changes and many seasons, her heart is still with him. And it's from those stories of women that, that I can gain that courage to let go. You see, we stand with a great company of women who have followed Jesus with their whole hearts. And because they embraced new seasons, their harvest multiplied. And now it is our great privilege to do the same. You see, the world is a battlefield where brave hearts make a difference. And the truth is, is that change can be very scary. Embracing a new season can be very scary. But I want to ask you, what is God calling you to embrace? What is he calling you to let go of, to free your hands, to hold on to that new season? I want to encourage you that there is a great cloud of witnesses who are cheering you on read their stories, and then remember that while there is change, that because of God's unfailing, consistent, constant love, 
and His unfailing Word that never changes, we can find that courage for the change to embrace that new season. You see, freedom for a greater harvest flows out of women who are willing to let go and trust God and embrace the new season. And the truth is, if you're walking through something now and God is asking you to let go of, you know what? We will live a lifetime of letting go. This will not be the first time God asks us to let go of something. And so life is a constant cycle of this letting go and surrendering. And when our hearts are tied to the Lord, that is where we find this freedom to embrace the new season. And in fact, the changes in life, when we flip our perspective, it will take away the fear. When we begin to see change as a beautiful gift that God has given us to prevent us from holding on to the provision instead of the provider. You see, true worship requires a costly choice to let go. Now, I want you to think about what God is calling you to let go. And it could be, maybe you're like me. Maybe you have a high schooler and it's time for him to go to college. Maybe your child is going to kindergarten. Maybe um, maybe it's a season inside of work where you've been given a new job opportunity, but you're afraid to let go, right? Or maybe it's this, and I've been guilty of this. Maybe God has moved you out of a season, but your, your heart is still tied to that past season, because it was so good, and you keep looking to create that season in there. Let me let me just give you a scenario for that. Um, I have a friend, and she lived um, where I live, and she had this great church where I was, and the majority of her friends were at this church. And so she has moved on, and she's actually working um, in a different town for a Christian organization. And in this new town, it's been really hard because she keeps looking for her old church to be in the new town. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And so, and she admitted this to me. And so she says, whenever she visits a church, it's just been, it's been hard for her to dive and connect because she consistently compares it to her old church. And God has brought her in this new season, but it's been hard because that old season was so good. But you know what? There is going to be good in the new season. But if our hands are tied to the past, we remained chained to the past. And our hands aren't free to fully embrace where God wants to take us. All right, so I'm going to give you two things to do that can help with this. All right, so what we said is that the courage comes from two places. Number one, it comes from knowing that only God is constant. Well, change is constant too. But, and that, so the key is remembering God's unfailing love and his unfailing word. And so what I want to invite you to do with that is that 
when we face change, and I was there yesterday, and I thought I was all set to like let Josh go, and God pointed out to me some points where I was still holding on to him a little bit, and it's really time to let go, and I see that. But, um, so God was pointing out these things to me, and it just, you know, it was causing some angst. And then with Treasured Ministries, you know, the decision that I had just um, mentioned that we, you know, I made the decision to take this big next step, and I was really excited about it, and then all of a sudden I got scared because I realized that there was so much that I didn't know, right? And what if I fail, and what if this, and what if that, and what if I can't do this, and blah, 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 blah. And so because there was this lack of peace inside of me, I knew that wasn't the Lord. I knew that I didn't have truth in me. I knew that I was probably holding on to something or someone tighter than I needed to be. And here's what we try to do. What we try to do is just like, you know, we, we know that we're supposed to let go. And so we just try to let go. But see, release happens in our heart. In other words, you know, you can move away from an area. Like my friend who moved, but her, her heart is still back in her past season. It's hard for her to let go. And she knows. I mean, she'll tell you. She told me, I know I need to dig in. And I know I need to, you know, just not show up at Sunday on church, but get involved in small groups and things like that. I know I need to do all of that. But it's just hard. And so a lot of times we know what we need to do. We know we need to let go. We know we need to step up and embrace a new season. And while our head knows that, our heart does not. And, and, and so the first thing is this. So how do we change the heart, right? How do we change the heart? We know what we need to do, but how do we change our heart? Well, the key is, is that you can't change your heart. I know that's disappointing to hear, right? But the key is that information is not transformation. What you need is Holy Spirit revelation. And the way that you get that, when you start feeling, um, you know, just the sense of anxiety or out of control, you're scared to take the step into the new season, let those emotions be like your engine light to go to God. And the first thing that you need to do is just to go to God and say, I know that you want me to let go. And I know in my head that I need to release, but in my heart won't let go. Okay, so admit to God that you need help, right? Ask for help. The second step is ask him to reveal to you the lie that you're believing. Because when we're afraid to release something, and, and there's always... You know, it's natural, like it's totally natural. But if, if it's a paralyzing fear that's causing you to control or causing you um, not to embrace your new season or to release something to have it multiplied, all of those sorts of things, if it's paralyzing you, then it becomes a problem, okay? And so you want to ask God, what lie am I believing and then what truth do I need to see? Now, it could be a lie about, you know, who God is, right? I mean, if God is asking you to release, maybe it's financial provision he wants you to release. And so what's the lie that I'm believing? Well, I don't believe that you're going to provide for me, right? 
or it could be um, just a you know a situation about um, just just your your child in general or 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 this new step that you're taking or that kind of thing and see for me what I needed to adjust to and hear again from God for me was that God is my good shepherd right and so in this new season with treasured ministries it's okay that I don't know everything because he's going to lead me one step at a time. And then there, uh, then for my son Josh, right, who is getting ready to go to college, what was the lie that I was believing? Well, the lie was that, you know, I needed to hold on to him so that he wouldn't make any mistakes, right? But here's the thing. If we hold on to our children like that, and I'm not talking about preschool age children, elementary school, my, this is an 18-year-old. But if we hold on too much, then they don't learn to lean on the Lord. And sometimes it's in the release and in the mistakes that they make that they grow the most. And I'm saying pray through that. I'm not saying, I'm saying the Lord has told me areas that I need to let go of um, with Josh. And so information is not transformation. You can know that you need to do something, but until God opens the eyes of your heart to see the lie and to replace it with the truth, the change won't happen. And the Bible says that the Holy Spirit writes his words on our hearts. And that's why you have to invite God into the process. Okay? The next thing is this. The other place of courage that you and I can gain from is by following and listening to women who have gone before us, who have walked courageously to do brave things for God. We are um, creating a series for our online On Purpose um, membership. Now, Online on Purpose is a membership that you can subscribe to. There's a one-time fee, and we have different devotion series that we put out, and it's it's actually um, a way for women who are very busy to to do Bible study. So um, that's where you can find this series called Following Jesus, Finding Life. But what we're doing is we are going to walk through the gospel accounts that are about Jesus and different women. So one week we're going to look at Jesus and the Samaritan woman. Another week Jesus and Mary of Bethany when she broke the alabaster jar. Another uh, week the woman that pressed through the crowd to touch the hem of his garden. The other week um, uh, Mary, the mother of Jesus, and so forth and so on. And so we're going to be looking at these women. And it's going to build courage in you. To follow Jesus. And it's also going to reveal this beautiful side of God. Nothing is more precious to me than the way that Jesus loved women. And it's going to be really fantastic. And so that's one way that you can gain the courage that you need to do all that God has called you to do. So number one, go to God because information is not transformation and ask him to reveal to you the lie that you're believing and the truth that you need to see. And then journal that, write that down 
And remember that release happens in your heart. It's not just moving or, you know, taking the new job or, you know, packing up your son for college. Release happens in your heart. And you know what? When we hold on too tightly to people and things, it's impossible to love them. Because authentic agape love never involves control. Now, there's something inside of us that wants to do that. But we need to take that and we need to put that all on God and worship Him and put Him first, not people. All right, and the second thing is to go to our online on-purpose Bible studies. You can go to treasuredministries.com and look under our Bible study resources and sign up for online on-purpose. It's just a one-time $9.99 fee, and you will get access to every devotion series that we've created and all the future series that we're going to create. So it's a great deal. It's a great deal. And inside of there, you'll find the series Following Jesus, Finding Life. So in closing today, remember that changes in life are inevitable. But a lot of times change is for our good. Because it prevents us from holding on to the provision instead of the provider. And it centers us again, right? To keep our eyes on Christ and find that courage so that as we walk into this new season where things are new and there's a lot of unknown, we'll stay close to our good shepherd and keep him first in the equation. And that freedom for a greater harvest flows out of women just like you that are willing to let go and embrace a new season. So what season is before you? I want to leave you with these encouraging words from Romans 15, 13. May the God of all hope fill you with joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, Thanks so much, everybody. Bye-bye.